This message comes from NPR sponsor Progressive Insurance, where drivers who switch could save hundreds on car insurance. Get your quote at Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Louise Schiavone. President Trump invited South Carolina leaders on stage with him while campaigning in New Hampshire. NPR's Franco Ordonez reports on Trump's latest attack on his top rival and former South Carolina governor, Nikki Haley. The current South Carolina governor, Henry McMaster, led the group on stage that also included the lieutenant governor, attorney general, and several members of Congress. You've heard this, those great philosophers, the Spice Girls. Tell us what you want, what you really, really want. Well, that's what we're here to do, to tell you what we in South Carolina want, what we really, really want. The move is not just a challenge to Haley, but also part of Trump's inevitability argument for the nomination. Franco Ordonez, NPR News, Manchester, New Hampshire. Crisscrossing the state of New Hampshire, Nikki Haley shrugged off McMaster's statements, noting that she had previously defeated South Carolina's current governor when she first won that office. And Haley told a crowd in Peterborough that former President Trump is not fit to lead the nation. We can't have a world on fire and go into that. We can't have a situation where he's praised President Xi a dozen times after China gave us COVID. He congratulated the Chinese Communist Party. That's not what freedom-loving countries do. Tuesday's primary vote is expected to be close. Haley's candidacy is seen as having a stronger footing among New Hampshire's traditionally more moderate electorate, as well as the fact that under state law there, independent voters may participate in either party's primary. The U.S. military says Iranian-backed militants in Iraq used ballistic missiles to attack an air base where American troops are stationed. At least one Iraqi service member was wounded and a number of Americans are being assessed for brain injuries. The BBC's Mark Lowen has more. An American airbase in Iraq uh, was hit by ballistic missiles uh, coming from Iran-backed groups. Now, U.S. bases have been hit by around about 140 attacks in recent months. So the fact it was attacked in itself is not something new, but the fact that it was ballistic missiles is an escalation of the capacity for the attack. And once again, it shows how this conflict in Gaza is having a regional spillover. I mean, at the moment, the attacks by Iran and by Iranian proxies seem to be isolated attacks rather than all-out war. But in this moment of heightened tensions, you get the sense that like, the region is kind of dancing on a volcano here, and it could really explode at any moment. The BBC's Mark Lowen reporting. North Korea announced it is strengthening its alliance with Russia to further strategic and tactical cooperation with Russia and, in its words, create a new international order. The foreign ministry says Russian President Putin says he's willing to visit Pyongyang. This is NPR News in Washington. Protests are continuing in cities across Germany with voices raised against the political far right. Tens of thousands turned out yesterday in cities including Frankfurt, Stuttgart, Nuremberg and Hanover. More demonstrations are expected today. They come in the wake of a report that right-wing extremists recently met to discuss the deportation of millions of immigrants, including some with German citizenship. Finally, warm weather is ahead for much of the United States starting next week. Temperatures are expected to climb to the high 50s and 60s in cities like Atlanta, Louisville, and Washington, D.C. But first, a brutal cold front sweeps the country this weekend. 
NPR's Juliana Kim reports. The past few weeks have been full of freezing temperatures and heavy snow, but it may finally get warmer across the eastern half of the country as soon as Monday. From Kansas to Connecticut, temperatures are forecast to stay above freezing for several days, enough for the snow to start melting in some areas, according to the National Weather Service. Until then, the cold front is expected to produce some snow in West Virginia to western Pennsylvania. Some of the coldest wind chill temperatures will be in Iowa, Wisconsin, and Missouri. And in the south, forecasters say crops and outdoor water pipes will be especially vulnerable to the cold in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Juliana Kim, NPR News. Football's San Francisco 49ers are on their way to a third straight NFC championship game, defeating the Green Bay Packers in a second-half comeback. The score, 24-21. I'm Luis Schiavone, NPR News, Washington.